Good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday. What is it? The 29th of March. Wow, the first quarter's over. Uh, this is uh, the last show of the week. We are closed tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow being Good Friday, the markets are closed, will be closed, obviously. Uh, Easter on Sunday, so happy Easter. I, I hope you have a great one. May the Easter Bunny bless you with a plethora of eggs out there. And, of course, today's opening day, right? Rockies and the D-backs going at it. Uh, should be exciting. I, did, I don't know if you saw the at Dodger Stadium. They had like a, a sewer pipe burst, and it was flooding the field with sewage. And you know what? I was happy about it. I'm not going to lie. I hate the Dodgers, and, and I'm glad that their field filled up with sewage, and, and I hope they stink this year. Uh, but having said that, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Now with two locations, one right here in the Valley of the Sun in the Deer Valley Air Park, the other up there on the front range at the KHNC Studios in, well, you know what, snowing Johnstown, Colorado. I guess there was snow there yesterday anyway. I know the front range needed the water, uh, so hopefully it was a good one for you guys up there. And before, I'm going to say this. This is another one of those shows you're going to want to listen to. we got a couple of clips coming to you. Uh, and I'll say this. Obviously, at the end of the quarter, and I would tell you the last few days, you can probably throw them out. Everyone's squaring books, booking all their profits, getting ready to head out on Good Friday. Uh, but this is going to be one of those shows you're going to want to listen to. Uh, on our website today at allamericangold.com, as I promised, I provided you the leaflet that U.S. Bank gave to us in, in regards to how we must handle cash deposits. And, and I'll say this, U.S. Bank was probably one of the last holdouts of the big banks, uh, but that is up there, the front and the back section. And the funny part is, is that's not all the information. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, I think... We put the comment, Ramon has a comment up there that Facebook stole less data than the banks require for you to put money into your own bank accounts. Uh, but nonetheless, that's up there as promised. We have a couple of different clips. The first one, Andrew McGuire. For those of you that don't know that name, you should. Andrew McGuire was the whistleblower on the manipulation that was being conducted in the gold and silver markets. And, of course, they don't want to talk about it. You know, we hear about the LIBOR scandal and this scandal, that scandal. Uh, all the banks that were in the London exchange that were setting the markets all had to plead guilty, and, of course, it still goes on today. Uh, but really great video from USA Watchdog. We're going to play part of it. It's a 33-minute video. We're going to play about 14 minutes of it uh, yesterday afternoon after we got off the air. Pro not probably. It was the worst auction that we've seen yet as far as U.S. debt. And I know the markets are trying to ignore it, uh, but 
I'm not sure which way this thing's going to go, but I got a pretty good idea. So all of that coming up. Uh, so be ready for that. But in in because it's Easter, I, I wanted to share a personal story, and everybody does it different. And you know, when I got married, and me and my wife, when we first had Easter. I kind of, you know, I told her what we did growing up, and we thought that was kind of fun, so we did that uh, while the kids were younger. At my house growing up, the Easter bunny hid your Easter baskets. And you had to, you know, you wake up in the morning, and you had to go find them. And and when you were young, they put them in, in you know, easy spots. You know, it was in the oven. It was the couch was pulled out from the wall, and it was behind the couch. And as we got older, now you imagine there's four of us, right? Me and my four brothers. And the older you were, the harder they hid the basket. I got to give my parents a ton of credit because, you know, the, it, there's only so many places that they could hide it. One of the rules that they had was that it wouldn't be upstairs. And they didn't want it upstairs because they knew that we are going to get up at, you know, 5, five 6 o'clock in the morning and start ransacking the place. But the last year that, that we did it, at least that I remember them doing it, I was like 12 or 13. And we had a late, there was a late winter storm in Syracuse. And... My mom and my dad were, were up and were getting ready to go to church, and I'm the only one that hadn't found my basket yet. And I'm trying not to cry like what the Easter Bunny, you know, which I knew was my parents at that point. But the Easter Bunny screwed me, right? I don't have, a, I don't have an Easter basket. And we had this big snowstorm, and my mom said, everyone get your snowmobile suits on, and and... I go to put my foot in my snowmobile suit, and what is it? Yep, it was my Easter basket. They got me good. I was so, (laughs) you know, I laugh about it now, but I mean, I was literally like, everything I could, my eyes were welled up, you know, I was all upset. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. So if you want to do that, knock yourself out, hide your kids' Easter baskets, and make them go find it. Uh, there you go. 800-951-0592. Got a great show lined up for you. What is Andrew McGuire up to? And what happened at the Treasury auctions yesterday? 800-951-0592. The, the very first article today on, on, at allamericangold.com uh, is a video with Andrew McGuire. And one of the things that, the, you know, the headline, a thousand to one leverage, talking about the paper gold and paper silver markets, uh, which is really nothing more than, in, in as far as I'm concerned, it's just a criminal way, a criminal organization uh, where they allow uh, the banks to manipulate. Uh, no one should ever be allowed. You know, leverage is fine. It is. That's okay. You want to leverage up, but a thousand. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's how how much how many paper contracts are traded against the actual physical asset itself. But he has teamed up with a a an individual 
they are creating a blockchain, again, remember the blockchain, that's what, you know, uh, the, I guess the, the software, if you will, the technology behind the Bitcoin. And they're talking about it's going to be 100% backed by physical gold. And what makes this unique is it's going to be tied to currency trades. In other words, you can trade gold against the dollar, gold against the yen, gold against the yuan, and all of these things. And talking about how many investors in countries are getting behind this. And this is going to be coming uh, in October of this year. Is this the reason why they don't name names, but is this the reason Russia's been doing what it's doing and China's doing what it's doing? I don't know, but it sure would seem to fit. But we're going to play you uh, a big part of that interview here. Ramon, let, let, let's start with USA Watchdog. I'm Greg Hunter. Welcome to USAWatchdog.com. Well, it's a real treat, something I've never done before, an interview with two guys at one time because they're both got a lot to say about the gold market. I think it's just really been clawing its way up. Uh, a hero whistleblower, Andrew uh, McGuire, who was one of the original, the original whistleblower about all the manipulation and uh, all the leverage in the market. Also, Tom Coughlin, the CEO of Kinesis. So, and we're all going to talk about how we're going to break this, this ridiculous stranglehold, which for years, people said, anybody who said the gold and silver markets were manipulated, they were wearing a tinfoil hat, of course now they pled guilty to all kinds of crimes and manipulation in the gold and silver market, multiple banks. Well, let's talk about how we're going to break this this uh, this stranglehold where we don't have any honest markets anywhere, LIBOR, uh, the futures, uh, Forex, gold, silver, as you know. You know, a lot of people have been recently asking questions about exchange to physical. Uh, look at these massive flows. I mean, we're talking about thousands of tons of silver, literally uh, this month alone in, in March, in the last 18 days. Uh, we've seen something like uh, uh, 5,000 tons of silver exiting the system. Well, that's just not plausible, as we know. So where is this going? You know, where is all this um, exchange for physical uh, gold going? It's going into, it's not, it's, by the time you net out the average gold purchase, for example, in London, uh, both aggregated fixes are, what, maybe three tons? It used to be seven, but it's reduced to about three tons because liquidity, uh, uh, liquidity is flowing into the physical markets in Asia. And so, and, 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 and through exchanges like the Allocated Bullion Exchange, which provides alternatives to London. But so what we're seeing is something like uh, a difference between the exchange for physical that comes out every single day from through, 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 the, uh, through, through the reported CME uh, reports and the difference is about 29 tons. That's a hell of a lot of gold. 29 tons rolls off the tongue as if it's nothing. 29 tons of gold is unaccounted for and that is, I'm talking about an exchange for physical coming out of the COMEX that's, that, and even accounting for, uh, for EF, uh, EFP flows or into GLD or, or iShares, still about 29 tons that has, is totally unaccounted for per day, per wow. single day. So, you know, where is this going? And, 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 you know, this is, we even think a thousand to one is probably, it's not out of, it's not out of this realm. Um, and so where is it going? Well, we, I did some research this last week, and I just shared this with, with, uh, with some people. 
Um, if you look at the Office of the Comptroller report and you look at the conditions for getting away with essentially for not reporting, uh, the too big to fail banks essentially have to report to the Office of the Comptroller that they're not uh, leveraging uh, to, to a degree that is going to cause the taxpayer issues. However, there's some little clauses in there which say you don't have to report anything that's less than 14 days, uh, that has an expiry of less than 14 days. So what we're seeing is we're seeing these these exchange for physicals flywheeled into a paper market that is then rolled into a forward of a duration of less than 14 days and then eternally rolled. So, you know, we are dealing with a major situation here. So Sounds like a major crime. It sounds like just major manipulation continuing. Yeah, it is. But it, it has to be, you know, to the degree that this has to be uh, getting a free pass. Um, there's only one institution that could possibly uh, get away with doing with with, uh, with dealing with that kind of volume or flywheeling that kind of volume. And that would obviously be the Bank of International Settlements. So, you know, which is the central bank of central banks. And each each end of month at 3 p.m., likely close to a trillion dollars derivatives um, expire in at 3 p.m. on the last Friday of each month in London. Um, and we always see, and you'll see it again, you'll see a decline in the price into the uh, to their sweet spot, so to speak. Um, that's a lot of paper gold. Now, the trouble is other governments, other, other competing governments are actually uh, aware of this game and are playing this game. Why would you chase a price when you know that, that uh, somebody of size is going to defend a derivative position that's underwater. So you simply wait and buy. And then, but, but here, here's the thing about Kinesis, though. I mean, we're talking about a, 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 a market that is at the margin, so tight. This physical paper market balance is already at the margin. And due to the immense and unprecedented paper market dilution we're witnessing right now, Real competing physical demand forces discipline on the paper market, and it raises the point where the lines cross. The powers of Ramon, stop it right there. So let's let's just review what they're talking about. So they're talking about how the central banks, with with the help of the Bank of International Settlements, skirts the the law of leverage that they all got. Uh, in trouble for by by rolling these contracts, and you you hear him talk about the last Friday of the month, and you, you know think about this week. This is a great example, right? The markets are closed this Friday, so it happened what Wednesday, Thursday, right? We saw gold pull back over the last couple of days, really for no reason, but but it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, this is how it is, and everybody that that knows it. And now they're coming up with a system, they call it kinesis, that is going to start draining the physical supply of gold out of the markets and force the gold price to be reset. In other words, force margins, this is their goal, of of lack of delivery. In other words, trying to put the physical markets uh, in a position where they are unable to physically deliver their products and 
and set up a what they're calling for a reset in the price of gold. In other words, they're going to try to break the manipulation cycle. Uh, let's continue with the clip. Central banks, the BIS, the uh, the Bank of England, the, the Federal Reserve, they don't want to re- lose control of the price of gold because it all makes their currencies look terrible. We're, what are we looking at with the price of gold? Well, I think what we're saying here is that we've already seen an inordinate amount of, of leverage. Um, how much can you, how, how far can you create dilution? Um, it's not as if the control lays with any one single central bank anymore. Now, Let's not forget that we have competing central banks who value the physical product. Uh, and what we're seeing is over time, we're seeing the, the liquidity, the paper market liquidity flowing into the physical markets. Now, for example, you want to sell gold on the Shanghai Stock Exchange, uh, sorry, the Shanghai um, Gold Exchange. You have to, novel idea, you actually have to have the physical deposited okay. before you sell it. Now, essentially. There, hold it right there. So they talk about, for the first time, at least in the, let's call it the central bank era, there's a competing interest, right? Think about the old central bank era, right? You had the United States, you had the ECB, right, the Bank of England, uh, and you had uh, the the Chinese cent or the Chinese the Japanese central bank right and they all were colluding together. Now we have the Chinese who have opened up their own gold exchange, their own silver exchange. Here's the difference between their exchange and what I'll call the old guard central bank exchange that, uh, uh, in London. In China's exchange, you cannot sell unless you actually have the product to sell. <laughs> Novel idea. And then you think about what the Russians have been doing. Right? You think about what India has been doing. You think about what the Middle Eastern countries have been doing. And all of a sudden now, you've got this this scenario here where things are starting to add up, right? We're seeing the dollar hemorrhaging. We're seeing all of the, the what I'll call the old world central banks all doing things that, that, that are on the path towards the destruction of currency and fiat money, right, and all that stuff. I mean, we get that part. We know that. It doesn't matter. Japanese debt is just as unpayable as our debt, which is just as unpayable as the European debt, right? Everybody gets it. And now, all of a sudden, the new powers are coming in with a competing viewpoint. And these... and, and, and is this, is Kinesis the one, is this the way it's going to happen? Let, let's keep going. What's happening is we're, we're seeing the paper market now uh, diluted to the point where somebody's going to take advantage of that price. And that's exactly what's happening. And we're seeing stair steps higher. Although each and every month we just described how we see massive interventions to protect derivative positions that are underwater, uh, and, and they're talking about official ones, but essentially um, that that leverage is that reaches a point where you've either got two things: you either got the offer 
to sell physical gold diverging from the from the paper price which which illustrates you've got a broken market or um, and so really it, it, it's basically that's the bottom line of it you can you can't have both you can't have both things you can't illustrate that the paper markets are broken do you think Tom do you think they've already lost control not necessarily I mean my, my view is that they will control until the very end until you basically get a market failure or a default to delivery there's already plenty of defaults to, to delivery going on right now wow did not um, know that so that's going on yeah. right now yeah, yeah, they're going, they're going on right now, and they're, you know, there's a oh, delay in delivery, but ultimately what it is is a default in delivery, and uh, there's a lot of minting of brand-new bars going on out of the, the London pool, right? So Coming up on a break, they're talking about deliveries and delay in deliveries and the type of bars that are being delivered. This is a very, very important point for what's happening in the paper gold and in silver markets as well uh, i don't want to miss out on it so we're going to stop it there i know we're, we're coming up on a break when we get back we'll finish with, with andrew mcguire and tom coughlin about what is really happening with physical delivery and then what kinesis is going to do to that when we return This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. We often see protests and even riots over conservative speakers attending campus events in places like the University of California. But last month, a campus showdown happened much closer to home for middle Americans. The University of Central Oklahoma in Edmond rescinded a speaking invitation to the well-known Christian speaker Ken Ham. Ham was invited to speak on the Darwinian evolution theory. The event was arranged by a student group with the assistance of the president of the university student body. Apparently, though, some students on campus don't believe that a college campus is the appropriate place to express views they don't agree with. Student body president Stockton Duval was bullied by a gay rights group to rescind Ham's invitation. Duval said, I want to be very clear on this. There have been members of our campus who have tried to bully me in my decision. There is definitely something that must be done to address the issue. I am not the first person to be personally attacked by a very vocal group on campus that has little tolerance for opposing views. Ham's talk was unrelated to the marriage issue, but even with no intention of using his talk to address same-sex marriage, the LGBT activist group took offense at his mere presence and his known opinion opposing same-sex marriage. The school even tried to facilitate a compromise, asking Ham to agree that he would not discuss same-sex marriage even if it came up during Q&A. However, Ham refused that offer, saying, I wasn't prepared to do that because I believe there should be freedom of speech and that's what the university should allow. Ham's talk will, instead, be hosted off campus. Once again, we see that freedom of speech isn't valued if it deviates from the radical leftist agenda. It's not surprising that civil discourse has been denied yet again at another American university. What is shocking is that such a group has succeeded in censoring free speech at an institution in the heartland of the American Bible Belt. As Ken Ham reflected, 
I think it's going to be eye-opening to a lot of people. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you have a college-bound son or daughter? Do you care about the next generation? At phyllisschlafly.com, we expose the liberal agenda and anti-Christian mindset found on most college campuses and help equip conservative students to stand up for their beliefs. Visit us at phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're listening to USA Watchdog. Uh, We're playing about 14 or 15 minutes of this 33-minute interview. The entire interview uh, is the, the first, the lead article on our website today. We left off and Ramones reset it. So this next section. So the first part, they're talking about the manipulation in the paper markets. We know that. Then they actually explained how they're getting around the new rule and how they believe the Bank of International Settlements turning, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, this is how we're all going to do it. Then they talked about how for the first time now we've got competing interests from other central banks. And now they're talking about what's actually physically happening in the physical delivery market, we're going to pick it up from there. Do you think, Tom, do you think they've already lost control? Not necessarily. I mean, my, my view is that they will control until the very end, until you basically get a market failure or a default to delivery. There's already plenty of defaults to, to delivery going on right now. Wow, I did not um, know that. So that's going on yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, they're going, they're going on right now, and they're, you know, there's a oh, delay in delivery, but ultimately what it is is a default in delivery, and uh, there's a lot of minting of brand new bars going on out of the, the London pool, right? So why, why is there a delay in delivery, and why is there a 2018 stamp on the bars, right? It's because it's fresh, freshly minted and it's going through the refinery. So they say right now, they're on what they call delay in delivery. And the fact of the matter is when you get delivery now from London, all the bars are 2018. Right? And, of course, remember now, London's supposed to have this stockpile of bars. Kinda, you know, think about like Fort Knox, right? There's supposed to be these bars. And they're all supposed to be from when they melted gold down in 1933. And, and why would it be that when you get physical delivery that they're 2018 bars? Right, where are the bars that have allegedly been sitting there for years and years and years? Let's go on. There at the moment, there's basically no silver, that's for sure. Um, that That's where the major delivery delays are coming from, and it's all freshly minted. So that's, that's the sort of picture that we're looking at. They'll control it until the very end, until there's a market failure, and they're betting for a market failure. How close, Andrew, are we to a market failure. We're very close to a price reset. Let's think about it, Greg. What is a price reset? It is no more than uh, settling all these uh, less close to a trillion dollars worth of derivatives that are underwater, unable to be delivered. It is going to be a simple paper market reset. And I suggest likely it'll happen on a Friday. Uh, You'll see a market close on a Friday. Uh, There'll be a non-default 
uh, readjustment of a price for Monday morning. You're saying that you're going to go to go to this weekend at 13.50, and then yeah. on Monday, you, what kind of a reset are you talking about percentage-wise? It'll be uh, now. What you're going to do is go into a bid-only market at this point. Um, there's not going to be any offers to sell gold uh, when people wake up on a, on a on a on a Monday morning, and uh, the price is going to be the price. Now, what is the price? The price is there's a lot of above-ground physical gold available. Um, there's years and years, decades and centuries of gold above ground. But what is the price that someone's going to want to sell it for? So in other words, what are they going to offer it for? Well, logically, you're not going to offer it at 13.50, are you? You know, you're waiting for the price to establish itself. And you're going to go bid only because, number one, you're going to see the uh, all the paper market guys left on the sidelines and they're going to want to jump back in. And look at a pension fund. What about a pension fund that's invested in 10 million in, in, in gold uh, in 1998? Suddenly, on the side, because they're on allocated gold, they're on the sidelines. They've got they, all the protection, all the, all the hedging that they bought is gone. Uh, so, you know, as I say, uh, what is that price going to be? God, Craig, I, I, Greg, I would not try and even guess what the price will be. Could it, it double over the weekend? Well, it could easily be, and, and I, I'm not. I'm not going to guess on a price because I mean that 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 would just be pure speculation. Whether it's two thousand dollars an ounce, whether it's more than it was uh, in uh, in 2011, you know, we're talking about timing here as well. There are already people front running this kinesis uh, gold-backed currency launch. Yeah. Now, look, I know of two investor groups who formed a consortium right now to buy physical gold right now ahead of what they know is a physical price reset. Is that why the price, because I can't figure out why the price is going up. There's plenty of coins in stores, uh, pretty much. I think but, we just need to look at the market and appreciate the market for what it's telling us, whether it's us or whether it's someone else. There's strength in the market. You know, you see sovereigns buying, taking physical liquidity out of the market. Like, you're going to get a massive pricing reset. What it's going to be, no one really knows, right? Who knows? You, know, you can see what's going on with sovereigns at the moment, with Russia, China, uh, um, basically buying up and, you know, trying to pull in power, basically selling their oil and gas for physical gold, bypassing the US dollar. It's very, very political what's going on. And it's a shifting of power. Failure means price reset. Is that correct? Uh, it is not going to be deemed as a, a default because uh, all they're really doing is is uh, settling for cash, what they're able to settle for cash, which is paper gold positions in unallocated form, in any, in any unallocated form. You know, who's going to be on the right side of this market? You can bet your life it'll be the same insiders that are always on the, ins on the inside of this market. Then you're going to see... Uh, a, a price, a gold price that wants to appreciate. And little guys should go ahead and be do what the big guys are doing in a smaller way. Buy some coins, buy some silver, buy some gold. Uh, you said that uh, the, the silver uh, hoard, the silver availability is, is minuscule. It's really dried up. Would you be a buyer of silver and gold in the physical if you're just a, a, a guy watching this interview that, that needs to spend $5,000 on some gold and silver? I wouldn't just yep. be a buyer. I would set my whole entire macro strategy uh, to actually being completely exposed to the space, like what I've done and like what Andy's done. So, again, be diversified. Uh, I appreciate that guy saying, hey, if it was me, I'm putting my, my all of my assets all into the one basket. I will say this. I've been talking about silver for a long time. Uh, the, the setup now is there. 
uh, I was unaware until yesterday, uh, and actually Ramon and I were talking about this clip yesterday afternoon, uh, what was happening uh, in both the gold and the silver markets as far as the physical delivery, uh, and it kind of makes sense, right? They're, they're trying to, to hide the fact uh, that that the physical has been disappearing, and you think about what China and you think about what Russia's been doing, right? You're wondering where all this gold's going and all that silver is going, and now we kind of know what's what. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pretty interesting. Makes a lot of sense. Now they're they're going to be launching uh, this uh, kinesis, as they call it, this blockchain uh, in October. That is going to start uh, the, the, I guess, if you will, the, the more physical pull out of these markets where they they already are saying there's not any physical there, and and going to force. Uh, the price to be reset. Uh, that is the, uh, what they're talking about. You can hear that whole clip in its entirety if you go out to allamericangold.com. Uh, it's the very first one. Uh, listen to it. But here's what else. So you think about what that's going on. Yesterday, as we do now every day of the week, Monday through Friday, right, we've got to sell this debt. And we're selling you know, call it. Let's round up a little bit. Three hundred billion dollars every single week, and it's only getting bigger. And and we have you know, all this weirdness going on with the uh, the bond rates, and and we've got this yield curve compression, and everybody knows when the yield curve inverts. In other words, when the uh, shorter term uh, notes have a higher interest rate than the longer-term notes. That means recession is coming. I think this it could mean big problems. But yesterday afternoon was one of the worst-performing auctions we have seen in, in really memory. Uh, here's Rick Santelli yesterday after uh, the bond auction. Ramon, let's play Santelli. $29 billion in seven-year notes are up for auction. Rick Santelli is tracking the desire to lend money to the U.S. government. What's the demand like, Rick? Oh, boy, this is not a good way to finish $94 billion in supply. I gave this auction a dog minus, a D minus. And here's the part that's strange. Yields have moved to a zone where maybe there's an air pocket for them to move lower. But maybe it's the holiday shortened week or just nervousness about breaking out of ranges. But D minus, let's go through it. The 29 billion seven-year notes yielded 2.72 at this Dutch auction. That was above the range of the when-issued market, and it was a wide one. You could tell, watching the when-issued market, that this wasn't going to be a good auction. They had a basis and a uh, half uh, bid offer spread pretty much the entire last hour, so 2.34 bid to cover. That's the worst since February of 16, 10 auction average of 252. 
55.8 on indirects, also the worst since February 16. The only thing that wasn't the worst since February 16 was direct to 12.1, still 2% below the 10 auction average of 14. Dealers take a rather large 32.1% of this auction. This is everything you don't want to see in an auction. And finishing out the week, it really makes one wonder if investors are just grabbing onto the notion that rates are going to stay firm despite the movement of the last 36 hours. Well, Melissa Lee, back to you. Can I ask a question right quick? Do you think the auctions will be sure. difficult for the foreseeable future as the Fed raises rates? Because maybe investors are expecting higher rates down the road. I can get a better yield down the road if I wait. You know, I, I think that's a pretty safe bet to go with that statement, although I I th- do think there's going to be periods where they'll jump in more, but at this point, they're, they're taking a wait-and-see approach, uh, definitely due to the deficits and definitely due to the additional supply. There you have it. Start putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Fascinating, right? You you didn't see Wall... I mean, Wall Street closed down yesterday, but not a lot, right? It, it's up a couple hundred points at least now. We're, we all know now it doesn't matter where it starts. All that matters now on Wall Street is the last hour of trade. But you saw what happened. The the market, well, I, I should say the U.S. and the investors and whatnot, they try, they're they trying to make it look like, hey, though, you know, we're done with these rates, right? We're going to keep them below 3% and everything. There's no inflation. There's no this. There's no that. And the rates were, or they drove the rate down, and then guess what? The foreigners didn't show up to buy any bonds. And now you've got to start asking the question, what's really going to happen? And I said, maybe they're lucky, right? The markets are closed on Friday. You got Easter, right? They can they can all chalk it up to, oh, we're just squaring the books, or we're doing this or doing that, but no one will notice. And then you, you really start thinking about what China's been doing. Notice this trade war thing, how China's done nothing. Have you noticed? Right? They haven't responded to anything. They let Trump know, yeah, okay, well, we're going to hit you back. But, you know, Wilbur Ross was out again today saying, you know, terrorists are coming, and nothing. And, of course, I think they know. Hey, listen, you want to start? Here's the first thing we're going to do. We're, gonna, we're just not coming anymore. And if we don't show up to your bond auctions, right, it's over. And it's very, very interesting. We've been talking a lot about the bond market. It's very simple. And I know a lot of you try to tune out. It gets too complicated. I don't understand it. I don't understand this. It's easy to understand. We are auctioning off more debt than the world has ever seen before. And it's almost endless as they look down the road. When they look out six months, when they look out a year, when they look out two years, five years, seven years, ten years. All they see is massive increases in the amount of debt the United States would have to sell. And guess what? Hey, if you're not going to pay a better interest rate, we're not interested. It's big trouble for, for the U.S. It's big trouble for the dollar. It stands to reason why now there's a competing consortium 
of central banks looking for an alternative. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Final segment for the week. Patriot Radio News Hour. We are closed tomorrow. Uh, so get your orders in 800 951 U.S. Silver Eagles. Because they already said uh, silver, physical delivery silver is in the biggest, what they're calling, what did they, they call delayed, right? Delayed shipping. Uh, they're at 380 a roll today at 800-951-0592 U.S. $20 Liberty Gold Pieces. 1375 today. So we'll put those on special at 1375 on a US $20 Liberty Gold piece, $380 on US Silver Eagles. Uh a quick look at the markets here. Gold and silver really aren't doing much. They're just hanging out. Uh gold's down a dollar, let's call it 2 bucks, 1323.50. Silver's up 2 cents, uh 1627. Uh, right now, and again, I, I don't know that it matters. you, you got to tune in for the last hour. Right now, the Dow's up 225 points. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ are higher as well, but that will all remain to be seen uh, at the end of the day because everything happens now. We can think about it. We're down to like the last hour now. It used to be, <laughs> used to be you were a long-term investor. <laughs> Then you're now. Now you got to be a day-to-day investor. Now you got to be an investor of the hour, as the they try to uh, cover up what's really happening. And and I just think just the two articles that we did today, talking about the paper contract market, what they're trying to hide on the physical delivery side and the price suppression. And don't be fooled. Did you hear what they said? Don't worry. These paper guys, you know, they're going to make their money. But they know what's going to happen, and they're going to be ready for it. The question is, are you going to be ready for it? And they and they said something that I always say, you got to be your own central bank. Understand what is really happening out there. Try to put away the noise, the day-to-day stuff. And yes, Tesla bonds are in trouble. Just like remember, I told you a few days ago, uh, they've got big, big money problems now over there. Uh, Donald Trump today going after Amazon about how they don't pay any taxes and and all of that stuff. And of course, what Facebook's been doing. And all of that's really just noise for what the real big picture is. Make sure you're ready. Make sure you've gotten prepared. Be your own central bank. Call. Put it away. we got now two office locations. So uh, all of you up in Colorado, call the 800 number. Place your orders. We can ship it to you for the 35 bucks, Or save the shipping cost, and you, you can pick it up right there in Johnstown. 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll-free number. Of course, you can order online all weekend long at allamericangold.com. I'll go out, and you know what I'll do? I'll put the the twenty dollars liberties. I'll put the the sale price on. The Silver Eagles price is already up there, so you can order online all weekend long 
And if you want to pick up and save on the shipping charge, you can do so. And they're just write the note where you're going to, if you're picking up in Phoenix or picking up in Colorado, and we'll get it all taken care of, care of for you. Enjoy the Easter weekend. Good Friday's tomorrow. Go D-backs on opening day. Sorry, Rocky fans. Go D-backs. We'll be back on Monday.